I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So today I realized, let me full screen, don't want to start doing that again. Um, I realized an absolutely glaring omission from our list of men we would trust to watch our drinks that we did like one or two episodes uh, ago. Who? Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> I would trust that man with my life. Oh my goodness. You know, How did I we agree. forget our boy? We just left him. We left stranded. him high and dry. Yes. Huh. Incredibly rude of us. Um, you I'm definitely like, thought of that, like, in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, laying there about to fall asleep, eyes, like, snap uh-huh. open, like, hold on, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. I went to Barnes & Noble today, actually, like, within the past two hours, I went to Barnes & Noble, um, mostly to buy the second book in the Dune saga, so, you know, just becoming more insufferable by the minute. But I, while I was there, I went to the Barnes & Noble Cafe, and I got a large chai latte. So I am very Ooh. caffeinated and just ready to bring the vibes tonight. Yes. That's funny you mentioned that. I almost went to Barnes & Noble two hours ago as well, but I didn't end up there. I, I didn't make it, but I really wanted to go in. I was with my sister, and she didn't want to go, so we what didn't. What did you want to buy in Barnes & Noble? I just like to browse. Like some, I love sometimes I in bookstores. Me too. Like I don't normally buy things, uh, but yeah, I just like being surrounded. Pretend oh, I'm in academia. I I get that. I really do. I do. I do love me some books. But yeah, books and stuffs. Although I gotta say, I'm, like, Barnes & Noble is, like, kind of becoming, like, I mean, like, it's a, it's a chain bookstore, it's whatever, but, like, I've noticed that they're, like, they used to have, like, a little section of, like, stuff, like, for, like, games, like, Dungeons & Dragons and stuff, but it's, like, slowly mm-hmm. expanding, and now they have, like, this big section of, like, Funko Pops, I'm like, no, give me more books. No, true. Even though I am a person who, like, collects Funko Pops and stuff, like, gestures to shelf of Funkos. But I, that's just like a no, change I, I've noticed over the years. It's like order of the store is dedicated to things that aren't books. Mm-hmm. It's like, and not just like other media. It's like just toys and like stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, a lot of it is like um, um, like stationery and all that stuff. So I, I get. Ooh, that I am a sucker cards. for like a nice notebook. Or, like, just a really good-ass pen. Uh-huh. It's, it's real nice. Like, gel pens or ballpoint pens? I like a good ballpoint pen. Me too. I Especially feel like, they're, like the... everyone says gel, but I'm like, mm-mm. I mean, like, I love me a sparkly gel pen. But, like, you know, like, here, I think I might actually have one. You know? Ballpoint or, like, reliable. Oh, it's not in here, but it's, like... The ballpoint pens that have, like, the sparkly gel ink in mm-hmm. them. Like, you know what I I've mean? I've seen those. I feel yes, like that I've... is, like, the peak of just pen technology. Pen technology. Uh, yeah, I just, I am very particular about my writing implements. Like, I hate when, like, you have, like, 
one of the pens that I use for, like, I actually write things down in a planner, because, like, it, like, it mm-hmm. helps me remember, like, the physical act of writing something down. So, yeah. I'm, like, a physical planner person. And I have, and usually when you buy a planner, like, the paper's a little, like, it's a little thicker, it's a little nicer than just, like, notebook paper. Mm-hmm. So, with the pens that I always use for my planners, they're, like, a little, like... They almost are kind of like drawing pens, like ones that people would use to outline a sketch or like, something. Like sketching, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Or, um, uh, what's, what's it called when people, like, organize their planner in such a way, like, like, really go at it? Bullet, bullet journaling? That. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely, but, like, so it has, like like thick like darker ink mm-hmm. and it annoys me when like the like i'm writing on just like normal paper and it's not like strong enough to withstand that and then you like flip the page and you can see all your notes having you, yes. on the other side. oh it drives that. me nuts but yeah i hate that and i like using both sides of the piece of paper so it if you're out here using just one side of the piece of paper, what? Like, the only reason you would do that, or at least the only reason I could think of that a person would do that, is be like, oh, I'm gonna study these later and take kind of, like, notes on my notes to, like, mm-hmm. review for something. That's okay. But, like... I don't know. just leaving the other side of the page blank for, like, no reason. What? That bothers me. Yeah. Not just from a environmental standpoint. It just bothers me. Like, why is this? Why are you not using it? Yeah. Like, do you, what do you know? What do you know that I don't know? <laughs> anyway, any um, besides not going into Barnes and Noble, anything else happened to you today? I didn't. I didn't fall in the subway this week, so Woo-hoo! that's that's progress. We um, do love to hear it. Yes, I, I was grounded on my own two feet. My my head was still in the clouds, so whatever. That's Half fine. of me was on the ground. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's um, been some nice weather. That's also... It's also the vibes around here uh, now. Yeah, it has been absolutely lovely here the past couple days, which has been really nice. And I'm, like, ever so slightly starting to enjoy being an unemployed bastard because I just, like, sit out on the deck all day and read, which is really nice. That sounds lovely. But, you know, there is still the crushing pressure of being unemployed, so a little give and take. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway... How about we jump in for this episode and start off? What who are some some characters that you would die for? Mm. I don't know. They'd have to be a pretty spectacular character. Oh wow! I like have like a lengthy list of characters that I would die for, <laughs> and I don't know what that says well, about me as a person. Why don't Why don't you start then? Because I'm. Listen, I have a short list of, like, real people I would die for. Like, it's very short. I'm not gonna lie to you, the list of characters I would die for is significantly longer than the list of real people I would die for. (laughs) What characters you got? Okay, but, like, number one all-time character I would, like, kill and slash or die for, no questions asked, Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. I love him so much i'm kind of afraid that i will never feel this way about a human person oh my god and i hope when we start watching this show together you will understand a little like just a little i i hope so that get let me gain a deeper perspective into oh quick aside you and i are gonna have to get cracking on those streams because they're taking twin peaks off of netflix at the end of june Oh, I guess all of June we're 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 streaming, baby. We're streaming. Wow. 
more actual maybe we should maybe we should start that in to come about that soon maybe that should be started in may wow we're literally planning as we're <laughs> we're multitasking i didn't think our planning game could get any worse we're literally sitting down with everyone <laughs> and talking this out What's that episode of Sponge? Like, there's the SpongeBob gift. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, what were they even doing? And then Patrick's just like drawing oh, shit. Oh, it's the even... it's the episode where they have the bubble stand, and then Squidward's doing like technique, technique, and making fun of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no. Or was it the episode with the sea bear? No, you're right. It was sea bear. It was yeah. Sea bear. And he's and doing Patrick's all the things like this, he, he shouldn't do to summon down. a sea bear. And he summons a sea bear. Isn't that while Squidward's being, like, beaten up? Yeah. By the sea bear? <laughs> the sound of a sea bear attack will summon a sea rhinoceros! <laughs> oh, man. That was a God, good one. Spongebob. I feel like that's another thing we bring up on here that, like, way more often than is healthy. Food and Spongebob. Food and Spongebob. But really, what else do you need? Like, if you're not satisfied with those two things alone... What's going on, man? Anyway. We said... Sorry. We said food and Spongebob, and now I'm just thinking, remember those Spongebob ice cream pops with the gumball eyes? I'd hunt the ice cream man down for those. Okay, that's like, like a person... Like, okay, we're taking a tangent because I have some things to say. That is a personality <laughs> test in and of itself. What was your go-to order? Like, what would you always get from the ice cream truck as a child? Well, although that is good, that doesn't contain chocolate, and that's a, that's a necessity for me. So it would be... The cone with the nuts on top and the chocolate bottom. Oh, like I um, love the cones with the chocolate on the bottom. The like the ice cream trucks that came around Drum when I sticks? lived as a kid. They called it like a king cone or something. Oh, I don't know the names. I just pointed to the picture like that one. Valid. Um, my go-to as a child was the God. They called it like a screwball, and it was like a cone of like cherry italian ice and it had a gumball at the bottom and like you oh. eat it with like you know those little wooden spoon sticks they give yeah, you for like you ice cream out of your mouth yeah and yeah love those boys and honestly sometimes when i'm feeling nostalgic and like because ice cream in, in summer comes to around our neighborhood like once or twice a week so like every now and again i'll be like you know what Wait, I'm gonna get screwball. That only once or twice a week? Mr. Softy's coming up my block every friggin' day. (laughs) God, I wish that were me. I feel like he came around more often when I was a kid, but maybe that's just because I have, like, strong memories of it, and I'm just, like, Hmm. meshing all of my childhood summers together. I love when, like, I don't know if this happens to you, but, like, there are two ice cream trucks in your area. Has that happened? And they both have different songs, and, like, I feel like it's so chaotic. Oh, that, no, that happens hasn't happened. quite often around here. Although, I gotta say, when um, my sister and I were little kids, my sister is, like, two and a half years younger than I am, so mm-hmm. she, like, she was at, she would be at that age where, like, you know, you just act on impulse for absolutely everything because you're a small child, so whenever she heard the ice cream man, she would scream, ice cream, and just run out of the house to flag him down. Like, not asking our parents would just leave me to, like, get the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a time when I was young, like, I I don't even know how old I was, but I really just want to say hi to the ice cream man, so I start waving frantically, and he stops. And that was the time I accidentally stopped the ice cream man. So I had to go get it's my mom. Wholesome. Like, I I accidentally stopped him. Can I have money? <laughs> she was a Oops. But I got my ice cream. Or just like peak summer memory is when you would be like swimming in like your friend's pool and you would hear the ice cream man. So everyone would like run out and stand on that patch of grass by the sidewalk. <laughs> 
so you wouldn't be burning your feet on the hot blacktop and you're all, like, wrapped in your towels. And then you're, like, you know, whatever parents were there would get you all ice cream. And then you sit in a little circle in the mm-hmm. grass and eat it. Ugh. Good times. Good times. Good memories. Um, anyway, do you have any characters you'd die for? Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> Who did you say again? I am stuck in like ice cream. Special Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Love of my life. I literally sent you that like opening heart gif that was just like Agent Cooper, my beloved. (laughs) The unending Twin Peaks brain rot. Um. You know, I will say, okay. I'm just thinking, like, I was very into, like, fictional fictional world slash, like, characters. I'd say when, like, Tumblr, Tumblr oh, error was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So, as was everyone, but back, this isn't really the case now, but back then, as many of us, I was a big Doctor Who fan. I would only die for the 10th Doctor, like, I, and also, I loved Rose. You so, and I, I are going to have to have a conversation about Doctor Who, because I think Why? I might have just stumbled upon, like, some actual, like, common fandom ground for us. <laughs> I think there's oh. a lot to unpack there, and I do agree with I you. I mean, oh, they were my favorites out of, like, all... I haven't watched the older ones, I will say, so um, I, I don't I haven't really watched the older ones either. I've watched a couple of, like, Mm -hmm. the fourth Doctor episodes just, like, for funsies. Because, like, you know, he's, like, super Mm -hmm. iconic. And, like, yeah, yeah, they're a bit corny. He's the one with the scarf, right? Yeah. Is he the one with the scarf? Okay, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, like, it's it's pretty Uh, iconic. And, like, they're fun. Like, I'm here for it. Um, But I'm mostly watched starting with Christopher Eccleston. Mm Mm-hmm. No, so yeah, I guess, I guess the character, the Doctor, but it he is played by David Tennant. So but, like the tenth Doctor specifically. Yes, like I, I do feel that loved it. Like I got the same glasses as him. I would always wear Converse because that's what he would wear. You and <laughs> I said. would have been very good friends in high school. Uh, yeah, not bad. I love to hear it, honestly. <laughs> yeah i feel like i have such a lengthy list it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> and a lot of them are podcast characters <laughs> so like getting real hyper specific but like even within just like one podcast i can think of maybe like five like john jonathan sims would die for him martin blackwood would die for him michael shelley would die for that sweet, sweet boy who didn't deserve what happened to him. I respect that. Yeah, I think this is a, this is revealing a lot about me as a per- like just me as a person and the way I attach myself to fictional entities. But you know, let's not read too deep into that right now. I do relate to the Tenth Doctor one, though. Like, like especially, like... Especially back then. Like, now... year old me. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, now... God. Now, you know, I don't think that'd be the case. I'd be truly sad. I gotta say, I perish, do still... Like, but... if, when I go back and watch, like, Tenth Doctor episodes, like, it's it still hits. Mm-hmm. It really, truly I, does I do... still hit. That that is one show that I've been meaning to like rewatch, or at least the episodes I loved like a few years back and would constantly watch. Like it's been a minute, so I might have to just sit down and rewatch those. I haven't seen the most recent season, but I haven't that, either. Up. I have not. Yeah. So. Um, at the risk of like having this entire episode turn into Doctor Who conversation, yeah, we can like maybe we should move on. 
We can move on, but we can also like save some of this for future because I there, I, I'm there sure are discussions we'll to be had here. Anyway, um, here's one. I was just scrolling through Reddit on my phone because you know I like to be plugged into the the source of the memes. Mm-hmm. And I came across this image, which I'll be dragging over to my screen right now, so all of you um, people who are watching this on YouTube can see, and I will also describe it, because if you're listening just to the audio, you can't see this. But here's what we've got. And I'm realizing, Maddie, that you can't see this. I cannot, so you're gonna have to describe it to me as well. Okay, so... There is, like, it's a picture of, like, a park, and there's, like, you know those, like, electrical boxes that you see just, like, outside for, like, in public places, maybe it's for, like, the street lamps or something, or, like, street signs, or, like, the telephone Mm -hmm. lights, or, like, telephone poles, um, and there is a sprinkler, like, a lawn sprinkler that has been installed, and the sprinkler is shooting a jet of water directly at this electrical box. (laughs) Okay. Which of these two items came first? Like, which was installed first? I'm sorry, there's a sprinkler shooting something at, like, an electrical box. Yeah, shooting water. Shooting a jet of water water. at an electrical box. Are those the only two things going on, or was there a third? Those are the relevant data points of this image and i just want to know like here's the thing i'm like there's a good chance like it's like photoshopped or whatever but if it's not which of these two objects was installed first you know without seeing this but just based on what you're describing i'm going to say the sprinklers because I think the box may have been installed during the winter months when sprinklers weren't in use and they may have forgot, oh yeah, there are sprinklers here. This won't work. So sprinklers there first, they installed it, and then spring rolled around and they're like, oopsie. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, the link to this image is in the questions document for this week. That is accessible to you. But, um, my thing is, like, I can see it being done either way. Like, I can see whatever company, like, you know, they install the box without really thinking about it, and they don't notice. (laughs) See? I'm sorry, this is a funny picture. We'll be sure to... Yeah, we'll link it in the description. In the comments. But I can see it happening both ways. Like, I can see... Especially, like, in a situation where you're like, let me just, like, get in and out, install this thing real quick, do my job, Mm -hmm. not really thinking about it, kind of, like, on autopilot. I can see both situations. I can see somebody installing the electrical box, not seeing the sprinkler, and then somebody turns it on and is like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Or I can see the electrical box being there and someone has to install the sprinkler and they're either, like, not thinking about it or they're like, you know what, not my job, like... You know? Yeah, or maybe, like, you know how you can kind of turn sprinklers in a way to, like, yeah, be in other directions? Like, maybe that's a, not the normal direction it's in. You make, you make but, some points. But I would like to stick with my original theory about the, the seasonal seasonal installment, because I think it's funnier. Yeah, okay, I buy that. I... <laughs> But yeah, I saw this. I was like, oh, who? I'm just imagining like a world where it was finally installed, like the first day of spring, and they just finished. And I imagine it being a lot of work. And then they're wiping their their foreheads after a hard day's work, and then the sprinklers come on, and everything <laughs> shorts <blows> out. Up. <laughs> I can see that being used in like a sitcom, mm-hmm. as like a miscommunication type like plot line they're like oh we have to work so hard to get mm-hmm. this new like fancy like electrical like sign for like 
the park installed and it has all these like you know it shows you the weather for the day and it shows you all these things and like events that might be going on in the park there's like a big (laughs) fundraising campaign and then at the same time there's people going around repairing the sprinklers and they finally get their sign and there's a big ceremony and like parks and rec almost (laughs) there's a big ceremony and they turn it on and then the sprinklers trip and just everything shorts out and maybe something catches on fire that is definitely could be a Parks and Rec episode. Like, this very image, and I don't even, like, I have never religiously watched Parks and Rec. Like, I've seen episodes and my friends have had it on. But, like, oh, this very image. I would die image... for Ron Swanson. I'm sorry. I would die for that man. There we Ron go. Ron Swanson. But, like, this very image radiates Parks and Rec energy. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, I have to save this. This will this will come qu- in quite handy. This will be useful. Right? I'm like, whenever I see memes that, like, pose any kind of question, I'm just like... Hmm. Let me just slide on in. Anyway. We got anything else to say about that? Just unfortunate um, coincidence of events or... That is true comedy. Yeah. That's all I'll have to say. That really is. You said comedy was dead. Okay. Um. Do crabs think that fish can fly? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Can crabs swim or do they just walk? I I think their whole thing is that they just be scuttling along the bottom. Can't they float? float? I mean... I, uh, I don't know. Google? Can crabs swim? Can crabs swim? Oh, some can. Oh. Some pass through water. What does that mean? Do they just float? Oh, crabs have gills? Well, duh. Yeah. Listen, I don't know how. I think fish and gills, but you know, it makes sense for them to also have gills. 
I found out that, um, you know how they draw, in Spongebob, they draw scallops as birds and have them, like, mm-hmm. they, they actually move like that through the water for real. They, like, open and close in order to swim. Really? And I saw a video of it and I'm like, this, this seems fake. <sighs> but it's not. And that kind of blew my mind. It's another thing I'll, uh, link in That's the description. That's considered... That's considered flying in the Spongebob world, so I guess, in that case, swimming is flying. So then, maybe crabs do think, like, crabs that can't, like, swim swim, that just are, like, Mm -hmm. bottom feeders, maybe they do think fish can fly. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say yes, they probably do think that is flying. To them, from their perspective, that is flying. Once, when I was a kid, um... We went to Cape Cod, and we were at, like, we were in one of the bay beaches where you get, like, the tide pools with the little hermit crabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I watched a hermit crab, like, a little teeny tiny hermit crab that could just, like, sit on the tip of my finger. I watched it go into a new shell. They're really weird. Wow, they're that's naked. awesome. <laughs> they just have these weird, these weird, like, misshapen little bodies. Ugh. Strange looking boys. But yeah, and whenever we were like at the bay beaches, we would always like dig a hole in the sand and fill it with water and make like a big like pool and like go collect hermit crabs and put them in there. And then like when the tide came back in, it would just like, you know, get swept away with the rest of the water. It's cool. It was a fun time. I'm just, I'm just having memories of I'd go to the beach and I one of my activities for the day was to dig up sand crabs nice. and like collect them. <laughs> Good times. I love going to the beach. Me too. I get to go a lot. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> Perks of living on an island. I can imagine. It's what? okay. All we have are... Be- Long Island is just beaches and shopping malls. And Republicans. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of nostalgia in this episode. It is what it is. I'm just... That's a fact. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of reminiscing this week. I know. A lot of nostalgia. A nostalgic episode. I feel like summer is an inherently nostalgic. Yeah, because, like, I feel like that on average is when the vibes be best. Um, No, it's just like people have good memories in the summer. You know, many are out of work uh, by choice. Uh, and out of school, they're able to spend time with, like, friends and family, and that's just, and great weather, so, yeah, I'd be nostalgic for that. Although I gotta say, like, weather-wise, summer isn't my favorite. Like, I like the nice weather, no. but, like, I also don't oh. like being sticky. Yeah. So, you know, give and take. Anyway, um, okay, here's one. So what's, what's your movie that you refer to as a cinematic masterpiece, even though it's not, like, Oscar-worthy, or it wasn't, like, directed by, like, an auteur? Uh. Mm. Hmm. Like, I guess, like, a favorite, like, popcorn movie. Like, can it be very well-known? Oh, yeah, this doesn't have to be, like, a cult secret I'm, like, trying to think of obscure movies. Oh, no, I have one in mind, and it is not at all obscure. What's yours? The Mummy, 1999. The Mummy. (laughs) Today, I literally bought a bumper sticker that says, 
Honk if you'd rather be watching 1999 cinematic masterpiece The Mummy starring Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Fraser and Rachel Weiss. And I will, I am going to put that on my car and drive around with that on the back of my Nissan Sentra. What, what is your reasoning for it being a cinematic masterpiece in your, in your mind? Just name one thing about that movie that does not slap. Like, the casting choices could not have been more perfect. You have Brandon Fraser at his just, like, the height of his, like, 90s glory. You've got baby Rachel Weisz looking fine as hell. And, like, like, the plot is so much, like, I love, like, adventure movies. Like, that. There, mm-hmm. I have such a soft spot for them where it's just like, yeah, let's just go, exp- like, explore and blow things up and have all these, like, you know, crazy fun adventures and, you know, hack our way through the jungle and, ugh, like, one of my favorite movies and when I was a kid, and and still, like, the Indiana Jones movies, except for, um, the last one. The last one fucking sucks. But, like, the original Indiana Jones trilogy, oh my god. So much fun. Love them so much. Nice. But, yeah, um, The Mummy is, this is, uh, my, the, my pinned tweet on my Twitter page, um, The Mummy is better than anything Woody Allen has ever put to film. No, I agree. I will not explain. <laughs> so yeah, like, what's what's your movie like that? So, okay, one of my all time favorite movies is and has been for like as long as I can remember is Rocky, and I just think it is the perfect movie nice. because okay, inspirational. I like that. At the time, it was 1976. I don't think I think Taxi Driver got the Oscar that year, so I don't. I'm think... pretty sure it did. I'm pretty sure, uh, but I like that at the time. Uh, you know, it was a lot of underdog uh, actors and actresses, which also reflected upon the movie being an underdog story. We love that, and I. Highly respect the lack of romantic scenes because I really I don't I don't like when it's like super fixated on that. Like yes, okay. there's some moments That's, here. And, it's so funny you say that makes... <laughs> because one of the reasons I love the Mummy is that like the romance between the two characters it's so believable. Like they don't have to shoehorn it in whatsoever. It's yes. just a himbo and a hot librarian. <laughs> Beautiful. But yes, please continue. No, I guess those are my thoughts. I love a good underdog movie, and I watch it whenever I need to feel inspiration about anything. Except I'll I'll go through. I'll watch the whole, uh, the whole like, you know, all the movies. Except I always skip the third movie, and the sixth. What's the third movie? (laughs) Not good. That's what it is. (laughs) The. No, the third, he's like an asshole in that. And then, no, the fifth, I'm sorry, not the sixth, the fifth, horrible, the worst one, so I always skip that. <laughs> Entirely fair. Um, I'm, I think you'll agree with me on this one. Talk. Clue is a cinematic masterpiece. <gasps> yes, wait, I was gonna mention that, but I'm like, no, we talk- I know we've mentioned it in the past. So I wasn't gonna bring it up again, but no, the lawless adventure was, of a movie. My so, one of my friends when I was in like fifth grade, like she got me that as like I think a present or something, like mm-hmm. maybe or we watched it at a sleepover. But I'm like, this is genius. Yeah, I just <laughs> like it used to be on Netflix, and I, and I just randomly picked it one day, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is the best thing I've ever seen. No, that was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up. I would, like, sit down and watch Clue, like, once a month. (laughs) That was such a great movie. And that is kind of an obscure movie. To a degree, yeah. Like, again, we said this when we both, like, realized that we had both seen this movie. Like, 
everyone on the internet knows it, but it's so rare to find someone who's actually seen that movie, like, in real life. <laughs> I've se- watched that, like, unironically many times. Like, not just because- Who was watching it ironically? That movie is a work of art. <laughs> Actually, let me see. Let me look at my movie shelf for inspiration. I'm sure I have some other things on here that aren't that like aren't that deep, but I love them with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite. That is an excellent movie. Yeah. If you don't like Napoleon yeah. Dynamite, reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> like my sister and I showed that movie to my mom once, and the whole time. She was just like, like, I don't get it. I'm like, it, there's nothing to get. It's stupid. Laugh and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't think too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? You got anything else? Probably. <laughs> you know, we gotta start. Not that. We, we have trouble finding time to even record, but, like, we gotta start doing this in the day, because I come home and I'm just like, it's not all here. <laughs> I For audio listeners, I was pointing to my empty head. <laughs> head empty. No thoughts. No thoughts. Move brain. Story of my life, honestly. Oh, I think the first X-Files movie is kind of a cinematic masterpiece. Mm. Especially just because it was, like, at the height of the, like, the whole X-Files mania of the 90s. And so, like, and the entire thing as a movie, it's also just, it's just peak 1995. You know? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's, I really feel like that's one of the only ways I can describe that film. It is just the absolute height of the 90s. So yeah, those are those are some of my film film hot takes for for this evening. Do you have any cinematic disasters? What would a cinematic disaster cinematic be? Dumpster by, fire <laughs> by the by like the metric that we're using for what defines, like, cinematic masterpiece. Because we're talking right now about, like... Just the perfect, like, sequencing of just yeah, everything. Yeah, like, perfect, like perfect, perfect package. fun movies. So, I would the opposite be, like, a movie that, like, should be, like, you know, should have a lot of gravitas but just doesn't land mm-hmm. and feels really, like, yeah. superficial. Yeah, I have an answer for that. I had to watch what? this for um, an online journalism class. The Post. The Post? I have not seen that. It's about, like, it's about the Washington Post, like, uh, publishing, like, classified documents, I think, in relation to, like, the Vietnam War or something. But the whole thing, to me, like, it was very, like, oscar bait E. Like, it had, and it, like, the cast, like, it was, like, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, like, it, the whole thing felt like, okay, we'll pick, like, a serious topic, and as long as we throw in, like, you know, Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, like, we're guaranteed to produce this, like, really hard-hitting, like, movie that's gonna resonate with everyone. But I just, like... Mm didn't care like they wanted to have this huge emotional impact but they didn't do Mm -hmm. any of the work for it i think that's like a con technique like you just get like you know a superstar cast and i don't know if the writing doesn't live up to it you know you can have any cast you want it's not gonna be yeah so i guess uh, our opposite to cinematic masterpiece here would just be, like, Oscar bait. Mm. Yeah. At least, you know, based on the way we're defining cinematic masterpiece. You know, I guess 
One for me. Have you ever watched The Shape of Water? I love not... that movie so no, I'm sorry. much. It was not for me. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we disagree on that. I adore that movie so very, very much. And I understand why people cannot fucking stand mm -hmm. it. But I, like, the... The whole thing about it for me is, like, just these two people finding somebody who under- like, the only per- finding the only person who really understands them. Ugh! See, like, I understand where it was coming from, I understood the messages, but I just, like, it didn't land for me. Like, it didn't hit home. And, like- Okay, that's that's entirely fair. Like for me, that's an equation. Like it should be a cinematic masterpiece, but like for me, I don't consider it one. Okay, fair. I'll allow it. But that's not saying like and that's that's not saying though it's a bad movie like. Because I classify a bad movie as just something I didn't like. To me, it doesn't equal that equation of just being a cinematic masterpiece. I absolutely loved the memes, like, after The Shape of Water cleaned up at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was absolutely hilarious. That was the, a good time. The way pe like, people were just tweeting, like, wow, that fish fucking movie is just really gonna go do that, huh? <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely love that movie so much. It's so good. Sorry if that was on oh, the pack. No. A decent part of this podcast is just like me getting roasted, and I'm I have made my peace with it. I'm trying to think of any other movies that were like kind of like Oscar baity. Like there was that one. Oh, like Green Book. Which, like, one best picture, which was, like, embarrassing. But, like, yeah, just the whole, like, kind of, like, white savory type thing. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Yeah, any other cinematic disasters come to mind? <laughs> no. No. And you know, I'm thinking about Shape of Water. I that's not a cinematic disaster. That's more like a cinematic like fumble. Like not 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 dumpster fire. I'll take it. <laughs> I've had a harder time getting people to say know. nicer th to say nicer things about <laughs> the things that I like. So I will absolutely take it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to remember more dumpster fires once we end this podcast because that's when that's when I remember everything about my likes and dislikes and just everything about myself when I'm not there's ask them a, I don't know what it is there's a French phrase that translates to like the wit of the stairwell which just means like those things you come up with after an argument that you should have like that would have been really good Oof. comebacks mm -hmm. and I, I like I feel like we both experience our own sort of like podcast version of that where as soon as the podcast ends we're both just like oh this would have been a great answer like this would have been a great thing to talk about we need to have an after podcast where we're just like random yeah i'm just envisioning the podcast after party. We're, in the, we're in the supermarket oh, i should have said that in this no not in the shower but just the odd places where you'd remember things. Yeah, it just like you just be cooking, and you're like, oh. you like you remember what you should have said as you make your like you know box mac and cheese. Pikachu meme, <laughs> Pikachu meme. Oh, I love the surprise Pikachu meme. Oh, Detective Pikachu. There's another cinematic masterpiece for you. Still have not seen it. I will never tire of that movie. It is so much fun, and I the. I would die for CGI Bulbasaur. That sweet little cabbage boy. Oh my god. 
I love him. <laughs> okay. What do you say? You think we call it? I'm calling it. Okay. Seems and fair. break. <laughs> yeah, someday we're just gonna, like, we're not even gonna say anything when just the episode just ends. We're just gonna hang up on you. Complete. Yeah, we'll just hang up on you. Complete silence. <laughs> um, but today is not that day. I, I guess we'll do a proper goodbye. Yes. Um... So yeah, we'll try and like actually get the whole stream planning thing sorted, not in real time, and yeah, we, tell we you in advance and do our planning when that's happening. <laughs> so um, probably slightly sooner than June, uh, knowing what we know now. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix. <laughs> and yeah, really, I guess that's the only thing to look out for, other than you know our weekly episodes you got anything uh, else or thanks for watching our word dumpster fire <laughs> just kidding yes of course. now that word is stuck in my head we do appreciate everyone who watches so thank you and we will see you next week bye bye this week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Maddie Robbins. You can find other episodes of the podcast on Acast, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at MR5MAR. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.